Compare and contrast the roles of Lenin and Trotsky in Russia between 1917 and 1924. Lenin had a decisive leadership style. He was pragmatic, willing to adapt Marxist theory to the specific conditions of Russia. Yet he was always focused on being supported by the masses. Trotsky was an intellectual. He advocated for a global approach to socialism with the spread of revolution worldwide. As a military leader, he displayed strong organizational skills, loyalty, and strategic thinking. Both leaders, while sharing common ideological roots, had distinct methods of exercising their leadership within the Bolshevik movement. Thus, in this podcast, we'll compare and contrast their roles in Russia between 1917 and 1924. So first, we will begin by discussing both of their roles in the October Revolution in 1917, right? In September, Lenin wrote that history will not forgive us if we don't assume power now. Yet Trotsky did not agree. Yes. Trotsky was the one who convinced Lenin to wait until the meeting of the Soviets in October and he felt that he could use this to make it appear that the seizure of power by the Bolsheviks was done with the support of the Soviets rather than by the Bolsheviks on their own. By doing so, Trotsky was able to lead a military revolutionary committee which was set up by the Soviets themselves. This was tactically important as the MRC had great quantities of ammunition and they could claim that they were defending the Soviets against Kerensky at the time. So, even though Lenin had been the leader of the Bolsheviks for longer, having acted already in the July days, historians often perceive that Trotsky's role in the actual October Revolution was more significant because if it wasn't for his sensibility in knowing that he had to wait until he could use the scenario to the Bolsheviks' advantage, there is no evidence that shows that the October Revolution would have indeed worked. Yes, he was the one who persuaded Lenin and reacted tactically to Kerensky's blunders, right? He didn't have this urgency like Lenin did to act. And yes, he... after the Kornilov affair, um, it is clear that there is room for the Bolsheviks. Yeah, the to power vacuum power. was there, but... Yes, and Lenin being um, the leader of, of the Bolshevik party, having perhaps been in this fight for longer had this need to act already, to, to end the provisional government. But Trotsky was at this moment more cautious, cautious more cautious and, and more tactical as well. So in the 1917 October Revolution, it seems as though Trotsky had a more important role than, than Lenin, even though Lenin was a very, very important member of the Bolshevik party, and that cannot be ignored. In the end of World War One. Uh, with this end of the war, we can also compare both roles of Lenin and Trotsky. Yes. Um, although ending the war was a priority for Lenin, and he saw the war as an imperialist war, he was not prepared to be rushed into a harsh treaty to end it. Um, he believes that a general communist revolution would soon begin all over Europe and that the war would end with this revolution. He had this belief. 
But this didn't occur, right? When this revolution does not occur worldwide, Lenin sees that the Russian forces are under threat. He changes his mind and decides he is favorable towards peace at any cost. In contrast to this, Trotsky believes in no peace, no war. Yes, he is unwilling to accept the harsh Treaty of, of Bret Litvosk, um, but he is likewise opposed to continuing fighting. So he, in the... In the yeah, fine, one, Trotsky, but what are you yeah, going to do yeah. in that in situation? In the one scenario, to me, it seems as though Lenin has these two extremist um, <laughs> ways of going about it, and none of them would probably work because a, a worldwide communist revolution was unlikely. And he accepts a treaty which... We'll, we'll talk about this later, but ends up putting Russia in a state of economic crisis that was terrible. And then Trotsky has this very moderate perspective, which as well, there's no evidence that would work. But the fact that Lenin did sign the treaty was... Puts him in a more positive light. Puts Trotsky in a more yes, positive yes, light. Yes. I mean, yeah. As Lenin agreed to the Treaty of Breslatovsk, and even though this did free him of the burden of this international war, it revealed that Trotsky was right, right? Russia lost significant territory and subsequently lost several centers of industrial and agricultural production, shattering and its economy once again. Going even further than this, um, it was because of this treaty that the US, Japan and Britain and France turned against the Bolsheviks leading them to support the whites in the civil war and this also turned the soldiers and the patriots against the bolshevik regime because these people were in favor of continuing uh, yes. fighting so while the this end to the war uh is no is no concrete demonstration of what trotsky's policies would have entailed lenin's impulsive end to the war led to catastrophic disaster suggesting Trotsky was again more sensible as a leader. Um, and then we come to the Civil War, which happens already after the... The signing of Brest-Litovsk. Yes, yeah. and um, perhaps as a consequence of the signing of Brest-Litovsk. Um, but as a military leader, Trotsky is mainly known for his great contributions to the Red Army, victory in the Civil War. So this is like Trotsky's moment to shine. He organized the Red Army into a solid fighting force and inspired his troops to go to the toughest fronts. He was also extremely tactical and organized, ensuring there was loyalty through tough discipline, regulations such as death penalty for any traitors. But still, a major strength of the Red Army was also a result of Lenin's leadership. He garnered supports from the peasantry ever since his early decrees, such as the Lands Decree and Workers' Control Decree, which gave land to the peasants and um, made it so the, the workers' unions would um, take leadership of the, the factories. Um, and this helped in, in the success of the Civil War a lot, because it gave the Reds 
uh, a strength that the whites did not have, which was this widespread support. Yes, Lenin's role uh, comes to even more importance with his implementation of war communism, right? War communism was important for the victory in the Civil War, as it ensured that the peasantry would supply the army with ammunition and gave the soldiers priority in the rationing of food. But war communism led to a political crisis. The economy was in ruins and there, were, uh, there was widespread discontent and revolts between the workers and, and the peasants. So a close examination demonstrates that even though, though both leaders were important in red victory in the civil war, Lenin's actions once led, again, yes, led to catastrophically disastrous consequences, um, whereas Trotsky's war strategy did not it led to victory yeah i mean but then it comes to a consideration of their roles as leaders as yes. well one is the leader of the movement in an ideological and political stance and trotsky is a military leader i think uh, shedding a bit of positive light on <laughs> lenin in this moment i think he had more on his plate as yes well, and then um, as well we see that as a consequence of the failure or failure no but the as as a consequence of, of the, the consequences, consequences of, of war, war communism, communism he introduces the new economic policy which is a very intelligent um take i would yeah, say he realized that concessions to the peasants and some economic liberalization was essential for his regime to survive and trotsky wanted to continue with war communism But Lenin was aware it could not continue. So we see that despite war communism being an initiative of Lenin, Trotsky had another opinion and he wanted it to continue. Who's so, the sensible one now? Yeah. The, um, the new economic policy was therefore introduced by Lenin himself, promoting privately owned small-scale enterprises. On one hand, the NEP was very successful. Russian commerce was quickly opened with so-called NEP men, um, investing in Russia production and the industry also reached higher production levels with factory outputs increasing by 200%, which is amazing. Still, the working conditions in Russia were still harsh. With over thir 13 hour plus working days, many workers referred to the NEP as the new exploration of the proletariat with the scissors crisis reaching Russia in 1923. So even though Trotsky's idealism in carrying out war communism for longer did not seem viable, Lenin's implementation of the NEP was of relative success when considering the maintenance of the Bolshevik regime. Um, it's, it's a hard conclusion to come to because in a sense, Lenin and Trotsky were each other's They complemented each other with yes, their characteristics. I think sometimes it called for Trotsky's sensibilities and sometimes it calls for Lenin's radical measures and his impulsive decisions as well. Yes, and given the radicalism of the Bolshevik regime in itself, it's hard in a sense to have measures that aren't relatively problematic for Russia. Even though perhaps the... Trotsky's victory in the Civil War was the only measure which did not lead to problems. The fact that war communism was responsible for Civil War victory points to the fact that 
none of these extremist radical measures of keeping this regime alive would ultimately lead to a success in Russia. Yes, 